It's a very low barrier to get into the Gronk Squad. That's crazy. We've committed to do the Daily Talk Show for 10 years. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Put it in the calendar. Right, that one in. Just like to check the temperature in the room. I told you my squeegee story. It is outrageous. Come on, let's go. It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 949. Happy Monday, Gronks. It's the Daily Talk Show where we talk about uh, things that we're interested in. And my name is Josh Jansen. And um, and I don't know what show I'm on anymore. <laughs> and we've got Tommy Jacket. He's a, he's a wacky guy. He's a wacky guy. Well, you all right, dude? Yeah. I'm excited to, to be here bringing the energy yeah. for your Monday morning, wherever you are in the world, whether you're walking your dog or you're doing a... A, um, Feb fast. Maybe oh, yeah. you're thinking about maybe it's, you know, 11 a.m. on Monday. And you're like, what I want right now is a drink, but I'm not going to. Um, yeah. And then um, you'd be questioning why you're asking for an 11 a.m. drink. But maybe yeah. you've just come off the holidays. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in, I'm in your bu- bullshit. I've, I've entered into your bullshit. Big thing. Not um, to be confused with samosas. There is, there is a guy who I listen to in the early hours of the morning going to the gym and he's a radio guy. It's like he's got some shift on a three uh, AW, mm-hmm. uh, whatever seven seven four is. I think it's three AW. Um, he's got some like graveyard shift, mm-hmm. and he interviews people. And during the interview, he will say something like, "So he's you know talk, uh, talking about a question." And then he'll say, um, "Yeah, that's that's so good." And right now we've got Josh Jansen in the building, and he's mm-hmm. um, chatting to us about all things blah blah blah. So Josh. And then he, he does like a reset mm-hmm. every two, three minutes, which I I get it. But think I was just thinking about the experience of being on the other end of that. Imagine if you, you were in a conversation mm-hmm. with somebody at work and then they all of a sudden get like third person on you and just be like- I would um, do something Right like now that. there's a conversation between two people mm-hmm. right by the water cooler coming back to the water cooler. G'day, Josh. It's, <laughs> you know, like it's <laughs> fucking weird and all of that shit just mm-hmm. is not normal. So cut it out. Well, even I've, I was I was watching a um a video podcast the other day, and they uh, a host had a guest on. Yeah, and they are doing all the admin while the guest sort of sits there. Dude, like, don't I you talk- just want to bring the guest? Like they yeah. say, oh, you know, um, it's been a really good week. Uh, not much is uh, happening. Thanks yeah. everyone for the emails, and oh, um, we've got uh, Tommy Jacket here, and then they do the spiel about that. Like just say. Straight away, we've got this person. How are you going? Yeah, yeah, it is odd. I went mm-hmm. to, um, I went to do a radio interview once, and it was with Red Simons. And so, if you grew mm-hmm. up in Australia, you would have watched, um, uh, what's that show? It's, hey, hey, it's hey, hey, hey! Yeah. I was going to say it's Friday night show. It's a Saturday show. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, it's Saturday. Yep. One of the great television live shows of our gen- of our time. And um, they had red faces and he had a big uh, gong. Yep. And so, yeah. So, Red Simons would smash the gong mm-hmm. when it was like time for this sort of performance act to stop mm-hmm. and then they get judged and it was great. Old school. Um, loved him growing up. Mm-hmm. Went in to do an interview with Red Simons about a video I'd made and I get there. The bloke is like ho- hosting a radio show by himself. Like, you know, he's got his producers outside of the airlock. Mm-hmm. And he's he's in the studio just doing his thing. The guy literally didn't make eye contact with me. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't look at me and would look down and, uh, you know, say some sort of shit and was like trying to take the piss of me a bit. What were, Why were you there? That's probably a good uh, question. Was it the O-Bike <laughs> video or the okay. Thousand Steps video? Mm-hmm. One of these 
sort of, oh, it was silly for me Big to be there. to have you in studio because I remember there was oh, many times, yeah. even like uh, when I was working on Fifi and Jules and I would throw up an idea and yeah. sometimes it would get across the line. They would say, now, do we want Josh in studio? And I'm yeah. pretty sure they said, oh, <laughs> it'll probably derail it if he's in studio. So, let's get him on the phone. So, I'd be outside the studio <laughs> on the phone. Yeah, liability. full... I remember I was, that happened to me in a corn chip. I was dressed in a corn oh, chip right. on the phone to them telling and them. So, Amy's outside of the studio at that mm-hmm. point. And on my, in, on my Facebook page, it said that I was an entertainer. Mm-hmm. And then he started like making some jokes about that. And I was like, this fucking guy taking the piss of me. Mm-hmm. This pussy that won't look me in the eyes. <laughs> and so, what did you say? I gave him utmost respect and w- mm-hmm. walked out of there. Mm-hmm. But it's like it was weird. It was so such a weird. I think it is like seeing people that you see on television um, or in the media, and then they're like the experience around them is a bit different. Mm-hmm. Like last night, I saw Carrie Bickmore walk past me, and she had her kids, and so. But I was like, oh, that's the lady from the project, from the that's radio. Exciting. But I don't know. I mean, it's it is, it's all a bit weird. Anyway, my weekend, dude. You, can I just say the amount of times you've mentioned that we that you've seen Carrie Bickmore? It's a big thing. Where where were you? I was in, uh, I mean, a place I rarely go to, uh, Ivanhoe, somewhere in Ivanhoe. Mm-hmm. Don't know the name of the sh- street, but I was there to get a souvlaki under the direction of a friend who said, uh, "Suva so good is so good." Okay, <laughs> and so I went to Suva mm-hmm. so good. And geez, it was so good. Mm-hmm. And so you were saying on the weekend what happened? Yeah. Sorry to- so so um, Friday in in the office we received a parcel, mm-hmm. and it was from Trev Long. Mm-hmm. Trev Long has uh, done us a solid and sent us a bunch of goodies. He's if you don't know the tech guy mm-hmm. um, on Channel Nine. Yeah, and. There's a thing and on the internet. He's, and he's on the every, internet, he's, every, he's everywhere. Oh, he's every everywhere. FTM. Yeah. If you, you go on. Uh, he's doing a lot of videos this year on on YouTube where he's reviewing stuff. He's the guy that I reference when I've seen a new piece of tech because he's mm-hmm. been the one who's had it first. Yeah. He's the he's Australia's um, MKBHD. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> he's Australia's Leo Laporte. But, okay. But okay. Um, even more relevant because he's on television. But he's yeah, uh, yeah. Trev is one of the few people that my parents will get excited about when I mention. Yeah, you know, yeah. That I, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know Trev. Trev oh, yeah, we saw Trev. He did a great job on the, you know, what does Trev think of Hisense? Yeah, yeah I reckon. I'm not I reckon. texting Trev another tech question. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Trev sent us a bunch of goodies. Mm-hmm. One box still yet to arrive, um, but he sent through something that I'd mentioned on the show. I mean, this is a classic ask and you shall receive. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it's always a, happen. It's a Tommy Jacket move. It definitely <laughs> is. You know, I'm like, you know, I may even throw, oh, Trev has one of those. Anyway, Trev sent me a RoboVac, mm-hmm. which I, I've i always wanted one. I got really fascinated when I saw um, Gronk Rob Ward. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has one, told me which one he had. I was like contemplating getting it. You know, one thing comes to another, you see that it's worth 700 bucks and you mm-hmm. say, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been sent one from Trev mm-hmm. and it's not the one that Rob what has. What is the brand? Um mm-hmm. Good question. Good question. I'm sure he would like me to sort of give it a bit of a plug. The app that I have had to download Mm -hmm. is called um, uh, My Home and it's Viome. I can't can't remember the name of it. But anyway, it is – I've put it on – I've already made a sale. Let's put it that way. Oh, really? So, So it's that impressed. So, Friday night, Mm -hmm. 
I got it set up. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, I did it quite quickly. It was quicker than my pr- our printer. So it has a dock or something. So it's like a cradle where it stays. Is that how it works? It's or a time, mate. It's yeah. like a little dog, a mm-hmm. kennel. It has mm-hmm. a kennel. And so the kennel just happens to give it juice. Middle and of the night, would you do it? Or would you like, what What time of day are you setting it up? Mate, I had no idea. This was, uh, I had no idea when you could run it, what to, how it sounded, how mm-hmm. you know loud it was. We got home at like 6.30 on Friday night. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like fucking industrial. We moved out on Saturday morning. (laughs) No, no, no. We've been kicked out from the noise pollution. No, no, no. So, I plugged it in, got it it going, Mm -hmm. hit go. Mate, I was just blown away. It maps out your house. So, it it gets a floor plan. Forget paying someone to come in to do a floor plan. Mm -hmm. Get your bloody RoboVac to do your floor plan. And so, it started mapping it out and it was like hitting some stuff and I was like, okay, I obviously need to sort of make room for it to get around mm-hmm. to get it to map it out. I just could- I, I literally- It's like my second child before mm-hmm. I've had my real yeah. second child. Amy's like, mate, you love that thing. Mm-hmm. And so, we, we've given it a nickname. Bodhi came up with it. I said to Bodhi, what do you want to call it? Mm-hmm. Like- he said, uh, I don't know. And then I said, no, something fun, fun, something funny, tell me. And so, he's called it Cracker. Oh, Cracker. I like Cracker. So, Cracker. Mm-hmm. And I said, where does Cracker come from? He said, oh, we have um, crackers at daycare. And, and so make a mess. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. my vacuum's called Cracker. And I posted a, a photo of it just cruising around saying, I'm getting so much joy out of watching this. Uh-huh. And then I got this message Saturday morning from a mate. He said- I literally, I literally bought one of, I literally bought one at three a.m. last night after your video. <laughs> he bought the same one. He bought the same one. Great. And so I spent the weekend getting this thing going. It's next level. I am so for Robovax. Do you feel the pressure when you recommend something? Um, depends on how you're doing it. If mm-hmm. you're actually, you're just showing it. If you're yeah. an influencer who's recommending something you don't care about, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine there's a bit of pressure. This thing, mm-hmm. I'm not getting paid to mention it. I got yeah. it for free. Well, you don't even know the brand. I can't. It's Viomi, Viomi or something like that. Anyway, right now um, at my house, mm-hmm. uh, I have a kitchen that has crumbs all in it. Mm-hmm. And Amy was baking, you know, some muffins yesterday with Bodie and there's you some flour. Cupcakes. Uh, once and then you said muffins. I just want to be oh, very yeah, clear. True. Big difference. Did they have icing? Uh, the icing got made but wasn't put on. So, they're muffins. <laughs> so, so, they're muffins. Yeah, yeah. If you <laughs> said, Josh, I've got a cupcake for you and then you gave me a muffin. So, can you see that? That's yep. that's my house. It's mapped out. So, currently, uh, I'm about to send Cracker out um, to vacuum on um, a standard setting. I literally, it, I'm, I'm in the studio. I'm 10 Ks away from my house. I've just sent it out. And the reward of seeing it starting to map with a purple line. Uh-huh. Oh my God. This is so rewarding. Well, I saw Trev's got uh, the equivalent of like a lawnmower, which looks like just doing the lawn, which is great. Well, yeah, our lawn's a bit- <laughs> Trev, if you're no, going to no, send no, one, no, mate, no. it's- um, it He's also sending it. you security cameras, which, which will- Highly, go highly required. Um, the, uh, on the recommendation thing, we sold our fridge. Uh, it was uh, bought by um, uh, Bree's uh, brother. Yep. So, we gave him a good deal. But um, we suggested uh, a removalist to, to pick it up mm. just based on Bree's sister having uh, bought a mattress from us. Oh, no, we just- I think we gave the mattress to her. Yep. Um, getting it sent, like, 
with a truck. Uh, Bree's sister had used this company. It all seemed to have gone well. Anyway, uh, when it came to the fridge, it was a nightmare. So we had a really nice stainless steel sort of. Is it stainless steel? Yeah, it's like silver. Kind of. Yeah, two like door, a like a opening of two no, doors. Which, uh, oh, was that one big, door? One big door. It was a one big, big door. door yeah, it was a real big door. Anyway, <laughs> so we we uh, uh, we got some bad vibes because they were meant to get there by midday. We called them at midday. They said, oh, we don't think that they'll be able to come today now. Mm. We said, oh, look, like we've been sitting here since 7 a.m. not leaving the house. That's horrible. Um, so anyway, uh, they said, okay, we'll get someone by three o'clock. Uh, they, they weren't prepared. They didn't have anything to like stick the door down or things like that. And they said um, uh, they didn't even, when they came up to the apartment, they didn't have any gear or anything. So they came up and they were getting paid by the hour. So they look around mm-hmm. and then they grab a trolley and um, uh, Bree said, the the fridge is big, you'll probably need a truck. So they know it, yeah. Yeah. They brought a van. Anyway, uh, I was uh, I was actually talking to you on the phone at the time. Yeah. And I hear Bree's yelling out for me. And um, she's like, hold my phone, hold my phone. And she was on the balcony filming as they're just smashing the oh, fridge no. onto the top of the, the van roof. Anyway, um, Brie went down to tell them off and been like, what the fuck? Because when Brie was bringing up like, hey, I don't think you should do, do it like this. Yeah, yeah. The guy's like, hey, we're professionals, just leave it <laughs> to us. Anyway, huge... Um, dints and stuff on the side of the fridge caused by them. Brie had filmed a video of the fridge before they gave it, uh, before we gave it to them. Also, she took photos, but- um, So, what's going to happen? Well, the thing is that there's been a lot of back and forth, um, but uh, Brie's dad called the, those removalists were on a current affair just the other night. Yeah, the other thing. So, how much do you think to, to take a fridge from Collingwood- to um, officer, it's a fair distance. Yeah, but what, yeah, do you, yeah. what do you think? It's a fifty-minute drive. Um, oh, uh, one eighty or something. Three hundred and fifty. <clears throat> How about this? On the invoice, they charge seventy dollars for u- the use of the trolley. <laughs> Surely that should be just included. How and so they they were on a current affair, ex- an expose. Mm-hmm. You love a good expose yeah, yeah. on a current affair. And so um, Brie had left a bad review, and there's heaps and heaps of bad uh, reviews. Um, uh, Brie's sister in law said that she contacted the ACCC, and there's huge amounts of uh, complaints. The thing is that there's a little bit of um, responsibility that we feel because we suggested how you use the removalist based on Bree's sister's experience. The problem is that Bree's sister didn't point out that like, oh yeah, they did sort of shove it around. (laughs) Yeah, they were sort of like banging down the mattress when they were putting it in. Um, And and so so you can't, can you do anything? If the business has been come out like that, how are they still in operation? Well, so they offered $150. Bree's sister-in-law said, hey, um, we just want a refund of the, the amount. They're saying no. We're sending all of the the uh, the content, and so it's uh, it's not great, it's, dude. That is bad. Mm-hmm. That's but bad. like just moving shit in general is a is a pain in the ass. We went to a place on Saturday morning. So Amy's full nest mode, mm-hmm. like just if- buying buying shit. I remember on Friday there were there was a very low blow up in. Uh, I was think it? she I think she had uh, 
what was she picking up? She was picking up something that seemed a little bit trivial and <laughs> you sort of had to point out, it's like, hey, the reason why I'm responding like this is because every oh. Saturday for the past six weeks, Amy has sent me out to buy something <laughs> dumb from the market, like pick oh, something book up from it, the Yeah, she's had me booked in. I mean, <laughs> and she's even just doing it herself. Um, and so, yeah, she sent me a couple of weekends ago, oh, we're buying a toolkit for mm-hmm. Bodhi. And I saw the photo. This thing looked great. Sort of like a, almost like a workstation, had some drills, had some, it's all plastic stuff. Yeah. Get there. Get there. I'm like, I hope it fits in the car. She gets it. It's fucking oh, no. the size of a football. <laughs> it's she. This woman has taken a photo with a wide-angle lens mm. up close, oh, which no. makes anything look really yeah, big. Yeah. And so it was in good nick. It was twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. It was a good experience. Buddy does like it. And so the Saturday morning, uh, I think it was a nine a.m. appointment at someone's mm. house. Yeah, um, fifteen minutes away from where we live. And this is for a, a rocking chair or like a, mm-hmm. a, a breast, feeding chair, a breastfeeding chair. Mm-hmm. And so it's the you know classic nesting, f- you know, filling out the room with stuff mm-hmm. that we need that we'll probably won't use when the baby comes. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, we're going to use all of this. This change mm-hmm. table. Yeah. Next minute, you're changing shitty nappies mm-hmm. on the bed. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, I don't give a fuck. And you start with the chair and then you move to the futon, which I heard <laughs> happen in real time. <laughs> and so- as, as Amy was showing, she said, that's the chair. But obviously, we, we'll get the futon yeah. later. And so there was this good looking chair, great looking mm-hmm. chair. Like velvety sort of. Looked velvety, mm-hmm. like electricy, sort of pink, <laughs> pinky. It was sick, mm-hmm. sick. Uh, had like a little uh, ottoman. Um, Seems like something you see in Mrs. White's like photos, don't you oh, think? Yeah, you can imagine it, it's, it's got a- yeah, it's, it's like a brand new seventies vibe mm-hmm. chair. Mm-hmm. Get there, this this person selling stuff brand new because they have like a shop that they do. They sell you know brand new products. I just see it. I'm just like oh, and he's like oh, there is sort of one thing that we've noticed when pulling it out. It looks like someone's taken a six-inch shiv and stabbed the chair. It's got a rip mark in the back of it, right? Like on the actual material that your back lays onto. And he's like, oh, look, I've contacted the supplier. This has just happened over, you know, as it's been put in. It's like not, he wouldn't have done it, right? He's now got this chair. But that wasn't the one that was photographed. Wasn't the one that's photographed because he'd just taken it out of the box. Okay. He can't expect you to take that. Well, he said, oh, we can give give you you cost price. Which I didn't believe what cost price was because it was still three fifty. I think you're being screwed because the thing is that <laughs> anytime anyone says cost price, there's yeah. a lot of shit going on. The amount, yeah. but the amount of stuff that I remember having going to Clive Peters. I don't know if they're still around. <laughs> no, I don't but, think they are. But they gave me a lot of shit at cost price. Retrovision still around. Retrovision. Yeah, I feel like um, the good guys just swallowed good them all la- up. Good guys. Bing Maybe. Lee. That's a Sydney. Bing Lee. Yeah. Bing Lee yeah. is a New South Wales. Mm-hmm. Connected with eBay, like they do Is a it? lot of, like, the, no, as in they have an eBay shop, they sell a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, you, so how much was it before the discount? For something, for 20, for 30. And so, he's taking 70 bucks off for a fucking tear in the middle. Well, he's like, oh. Is there only one there? There's only one there. And I, and I'm like, and I immediately said, I, because Bodhi was causing a bit of trouble, I said, the effort that it's going to take to do, to put that, patch that together mm-hmm. is well beyond mm-hmm. the savings. And I just yeah. left and yeah. then I let Amy, let him down. Mm-hmm. But it was just a really crummy quality couch too. Mm-hmm. It was like probably just, you know, factory made thousands of these things and mm-hmm. they just ship them, ship them overseas. Yeah. And so I was like, you could see the, you could see the sort of, it looked like the stuffing inside a teddy bear. 
behind the <laughs> behind the fabric. Uh-huh. And so, anyway, what would you like to see? <laughs> Not that. <laughs> it looks like white pubic hair. Yeah, <laughs> but normally you wouldn't even see the inside. Do you think that you would have? You would have gotten it if it didn't have that tear. Nah, I saw, I saw Amy sit down on it and it looked, it's meant to, it's, I mean, they're, they're feeding chairs, but it looked like the wonkiest fucking chair you've ever was seen. Was it meant to rock? No, I don't think it was. Okay. It didn't look comfy. She mm-hmm. sat down and I was like, that does not look comfy. Mm-hmm. It would have looked good in the bedroom, but it wouldn't have been comfy. This is the thing about a lot of these cheap products online. They they look great, mm-hmm. but then they're, they're not. They're not good quality. Yeah. They're not great. Mm-hmm. They're not actually great. Yeah. And so, anyway, I don't know where I'm off to this weekend, but <laughs> sure as yeah, hell. I mean, that's, <laughs> are you still gonna, going to get a chair? I think so. I said I'd rather get like an old one, like as in a good quality mm-hmm. old one yeah. for cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, there seems to be heaps of people doing renovations and like, or just painting and like, that's a big thing now. I think that people spent time during COVID living in their shithole houses or whatever and be like, I'm, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are spending money mm-hmm. now. The property prices are going up 25% in some areas, my dad was telling me. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, just based on everyone wanting to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, Gronk Shannon up in Queensland was saying that she's wanting to move to the Gold Coast from Brisbane and it's everyone from Melbourne and Sydney mm. are buying up the places there. Yeah. Everyone's just deciding to- you know, it's a big. Like out. I'm noticing it so much more. Like the people quitting their jobs, completely changing their life mm. because they've had they had a whole year where it's like you got to reflect on everything. I mean, it's it's not even a year. It's Bodie's birthday in two weeks' time, mm-hmm. and two and what are oh, we doing for it? Yeah, big party, mate. Party bus. Mm. Uh, what else? You know, as many kids as last time. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. You can't, you can only have 30 people at your house according to the COVID restrictions. But last time it was a nightmare because we had what you don't realize. I mean, if you have never had a child party where they actually have friends is, Mm -hmm. you know, like friends outside of the ones that you just know, mates who have got kids, daycare, it could be two parents coming with one kid. So if you get two parents, if you get 10 kids, Mm -hmm. could be another 20, Mm -hmm. 20 fucking, so there's 30 people. Mm -hmm. On top, it's a nightmare. So I don't know. We're trying to work Doing it out. Plus but, ones, but we the had kid a, has one parent come. A guy who was at Bodie's birthday last year had quarantined f- because of COVID. He'd been in Wuhan, oh, that's and this right. was like yeah, yeah. I didn't even know what it was. I was mm-hmm. asking him like, so what? You know, um, you you were over in Wuhan. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you you know? Back. He's just like, yeah, I did a quarantine with the family. It was very basic. No one knew. But then one month later. Shit had hit the fan. Mm. So, we're not even a year. We're not even like a year into when the lockdown started. But it's feeling pretty normal but here then, in Melbourne, but, is it? Yeah, I guess so. But um, I think on the weekend, I watched about 10 videos on this GameStop thing. Yeah, I had some good banter at a, at a pub mm-hmm. about the GameStop thing. It's So, I mentioned it to you earlier in the week. Mm. Very hard to explain. Like, if- Unless it's, do you know what I mean? Like me explaining it, I couldn't do it in a way that gave any interest. Well, I I had two people, Mm -hmm. two people explaining to me and I was questioning them both. Mm -hmm. And there was, there was some conflicting things between those two Mm -hmm. and like they seemed to know more, a lot more than I did. Mm -hmm. And it's still confusing. In essence, though, 
It's the- I don't want to hear anyone else explain it. But The rich people who mm-hmm. run the hedge funds mm-hmm. have lost out to the little guys who have mm-hmm. fought back. Yeah, the retail tra- investors, yeah. And, and so, that's- In short, it's like you see how, um, how much power mm-hmm. rich people have and these people that run these- Apps like Robin Hood that allow mm-hmm. you to day trade. Yeah. They can fucking just cut things off yeah. and then everybody's- Which stuck. is, that's a whole other part of the story, right? So, it's like- That's another there part, was yeah. The, there was the whole short selling stuff where it's like the big hedge funds are saying, hey, uh, we think the GameStop is overvalued. And so, they do something where they basically say, I think that in this amount of time, it's going to be worth less. Yeah. They borrow it, borrow that stock with the idea that they'll sell it. Mm. Uh, or they'll give that stock back to the person that mm. they borrowed it off. In the meantime, they take the, the profit or whatever. That, I mean, difference. that whole concept of like, who let you take, yeah, who yeah. let them take your stock? <laughs> yeah. So, Josh Jansen buys mm-hmm. stock, then they take Josh Jansen's stock mm-hmm. and then sell it and then give it back to you. Mm-hmm. It's like, did you give permission? Yeah. Well, no. so there, there's, a, there's, I think it comes down to um, like there's fees associated. So, they, they pay a fee yeah. for the privilege of being able to do it. But there was a great- They oversold the shit out of the mm-hmm. GameStop stock, yeah. Yeah. which was a big problem, how it's even legal and mm-hmm. sh- it shouldn't be. But anyway, I think that the interesting thing is, don't you think that way more people are just thinking about all of this stuff now? Like mm. just these things happening, like I have no idea about- stocks and finance like this side of the finance thing yeah i wonder if it's our age as well though like you're in your 30s you Mm -hmm. you know you start you should you should is a probably silly Mm -hmm. term but like more likely people in their 30s are going to be starting to think about an investment strategy for money that they're earning yeah it's funny for us isn't it (laughs) did you ever like when i was a kid i remember um you know being at like uh family events and then someone saying oh yeah i uh like, yeah, I have stocks or whatever. Mm. I actually know about like this um, uh, Microsoft is about to buy this company. So, if you like buy their stock, it's going to go through the roof, blah, blah, yeah, blah. And yeah, I remember yeah. saying to my dad, it's like, dad, we need to invent, like we need to like just, we need to do it. Yeah. Um, you need the money. Yeah, you need money to be able to invest. <laughs> well, yeah, I had um, family friends that would do it. They'd be up on their computer every morning. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but I mean, this is the thing. You need to have the interest in it and starting to understand it. It's like- my mate has been investing in Bitcoin. He said like he, like superannuation from the beginning, mm-hmm. and now it's like he won't tell me how many how many bitcoins he has. Mm. Um, but buying them at like a hundred dollars a coin, mm. which is like they're thirty thousand dollars now. Yeah. And so the my only point with it, I should have he's my best friend. I should have been doing what he was doing. It's a, it's a silly thought, <laughs> yeah. but he's been into that mm-hmm. whole crypto, the currency, the blockchain from. 2011, like mm-hmm. interested in it all. Yeah. And so, that's his reward for everyone who was interested in it. Mm-hmm. You, if he was interested in the stock market back then, was willing to do that. But there's also like, I think there's an arrogance that can come with all this stuff where it's like people think that they're fucking geniuses where it's like, this stuff is very mm. luck driven as well. 100%. I mean, people were buying Telstra stocks years ago. Mm-hmm. How are they going? It went real bad. Mm. I, I, I mean- I just remember it went from something like eighty dollars to in the doll in the mm-hmm. s- single digits for a while. Do you remember the? Um, so there was a documentary that for, for every winner, there's a shitload of losers yeah, out yeah, there too. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. for anything in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's um D- uh, Dave Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. who's the um, the American the, Scott Pape? Yeah, is he? Yeah, Did, yeah, was yeah, it yeah, equivalent? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're they're very sort of a lot of the similar sort of 
um, strategies. Created a real personality and a brand mm-hmm. out of their mm-hmm. financial advice. Yeah, the minimalists had a bunch to do uh, with him. Uh, I think, yeah, Dave's even on the latest minimalism doco. Oh, yeah. He's, he's in that. But um, a guy called up. Um, saying, hey, I, I've just won $45,000 or I've made $45,000 on the GameStop um, stock. What should I do with the money? And it was just a funny thing because he obviously, his whole thing is um, long-term, you know, um, ETFs where you p- put it in index funds and oh, it yeah. goes up over a long period oh, yeah, of time. I know all that, that sort of shit, thing. Yeah. But um, uh, it was funny. It's like, oh, so you don't take my advice on how to invest and now you want to take my advice on how to spend it. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Um, but there's a good doco that I watch. I can't remember the name, but if you type in Herbalife stock documentary, yeah. do you remember this? Yeah, I I've just spoke it. spoke about it probably two years ago. But yeah. it's all about short selling. And is Dave Ack- uh, Ackman? Who's Ackerman? The guy who's at the centre. He came out. He's a hedge fund manager, and he came uh-huh. out and said that he owns a bunch of Hilton hotels. And he came out and said, um, "We're fucked." The economy's done. Mm-hmm. He was using other language, but basically, this is recently. drove the fear into so many people mm-hmm. that got out of their stock, got out of their shares, and he was buying up a bunch of, um, a bunch of hotel stock. Ah, oh, interesting. Which the problem is, he's a well-known hedge fund hedge fund manager, mm-hmm. and that can that can almost be illegal. You can't well, you put can't fear into people in- as yeah. someone who's got interest in the result of what could happen, and so. He. This is where, um, if you watch uh, Dave Portnoy, mm-hmm. Portnoy, the um, Barstool Sports founder, he's been going hard at him. He's been going hard at everybody. Mm-hmm. But you see where it's like, it, we're in a time where the little guys, you know, want to get on top. Well, and we don't want to be fucked over by large corp. So the the thing about stock manipulation, from what I've sorry guys, oh my god, um, cracker, oh no. What's happened? Oh. Oh, no. The vacuum. Crackers stuck under my bed. Oh, no. Will you keep going? Escape failed. Escape failed. Please clear obstacles around the device and try again. It's the books. I left oh, some no. books. Tyrone's not hiding under there. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried that- he, So, it, this is the thing. As much as I will say that I love my vac, mm-hmm. there is, um, you know, it, like any good tech product, mm-hmm. there's pro- problems. Yeah. And he's coming to- this is where so tech has met old school books, and they've had a it's <laughs> it's uh, they've had a one they've had a fight and crackers lost. Yeah. <laughs> so can you shut it down now? Um, I'll se- I'll try charge back. I'm sending it to charge. See mm-hmm. if he can get out. Have another escape. Mm-hmm. The other day he um, he sucked up a Mandalorian costume and um, couldn't move, oh, no. and so I had to I had to rescue Cracker. Um, um, but yeah, on the on the stock thing, I think that why it's Different is normally you can't do the whole stock manipulation by people like Warren Buffett saying, hey, like, you know, do this or do that. However, this is sort of a distributed attack on these things because it's like all of these individuals doing it and working together, mm. which is, you know, I guess they they need potentially um, to, to update all of this stuff mm. based on what's, hap- what's happening in 2021. I mean, just search it if you want to watch some. There's some great breakdowns, mm. like so many, and I still don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> but there is people who have spent a lot of time breaking these down, mm-hmm. um, breaking the whole GameStop, GameStop thing down. 
GameStop amazing how stocks down. It's very tricky. It's it. a fucking tricky one. But I mean, the funny thing is, uh, what I wanted to say was that I was a bit over hearing about it and I've just spoken about it. For- yeah, you know, the edgy bit. <laughs> Did we though? Did no, we add anything Absolutely new? not. It is um, a, big, a big wank, like cr- seeing, seeing people talk about it. Cracker's still stuck on mm-hmm. his second attempt to get out of there. I might have to leave today early to go home and rescue Cracker. <laughs> really? No, I'm not. I'm not. Do you I'll, think he's I'll, going? If we had the security no, camera stop. set they up, stop. okay, good. They stop when, mm-hmm. when you know, you break your leg, you, you stop running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's broken his leg, mm-hmm. but he will be back. Okay, great. <laughs> what does it do if you had stairs? Doesn't. Ah, uh, good point. <laughs> we don't have Drone. stairs. <laughs> I don't know. Cool. But this this one has a mop too. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And so I- With water. So you take out the cartridge mm-hmm. that sucks up and holds all the dust mm-hmm. and you fill, it, fill this other cartridge with water, put it in- connect up this thing that looks like a chucks or like a wipe that's, you know, stuck oh, awesome. to the bottom of it and it then moves around like a snail and leaves like a little wet patch. It's funny, like a little, slu- you know, it looks like a slug. Yeah, it looks like a little funny. slug and I don't know, it worked. It worked. Did the whole whole um, hallway in mm. place. I'm loving it. I'm uh, loving it. Hi, thedailytalkshow.com. We have if one. If you'd like to send us an email. Yes. And also, if you want to register interest for one of our the Daily Talk Show cups. Mm-hmm. These are big cups. How big, Josh? Uh, they are 32 ounces, which is just under a litre. And you can reserve your cup. We haven't released how much they're going to be, but mm-hmm. if you want one, you want a big cup for your desk, bigcupcompany.com. Mm-hmm. We've had an update from GB. Right. Uh, GB said, my friend Larry, who manages some Wendy's stores in America, has posted a sleeve of large cups from Wendy's to oh, the Daily Talk Show. <laughs> so, these cups are 1.25 litres. First 15 orders of our cups will get a, th- a free, authentic, large Wendy's cup signed by GB. <laughs> Wait, so we're, we're being out cups? Well, you're going to get a Wendy's cup, which is- I'm bigger. That are bigger. I don't like this. George good, said, good initiative, George. But George said off. that Larry's also a dedicated listener to the show. So okay, watch no, what you say. A, I mean, it's very generous. It's amazing. I didn't realize you could go bigger. Well, one point two, but it, does, it doesn't have the Daily <laughs> Talk Show branding on. It's got Wendy's. Have you had Wendy's in the states? I don't think I have. No, not in the states. I've had it in New Zealand. Uh-huh. Is that right? I'm, I'm fired up. Oh, mate, this oh, is we great. probably didn't even have to order them. I could have just gotten the Wendy's cup. <laughs> Maybe that's what we could do. Start getting vintage. Big cups. I mean, I'd love that to be a thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, you know that I will will do that. I've seen a guy, uh, Murphy's Vintage Apparel, selling old oh, that's good. T-shirts uh-huh. and like old vintage T-shirts, the uh-huh. mats. And I think it's like, a, there's, there used to be a shop on like near Flinders Street called I think Retro Star or something. Sick. I remember getting a, um, a Beatles top that was about three sizes too small for me. Did you wear it? Big yeah, guy? it was just, <laughs> just real tight, you know. It's ready for the club. Yeah, yeah, real, real fine. <laughs> Righty. Uh, enjoy your rest of your Monday and we'll see you tomorrow, guys. Have a good one. See you guys.